What is up, guys, and welcome back to the Small World Show. We have so many updates for you guys on these coming episodes. First of all, I just want to say we have made it to Mexico. All is well. I was able to get my bag back, and me and Mel have been backpacking through Mexico for the last several weeks, uh, seeing some beautiful places with great success, and so much amazing stuff has happened. We have so much to talk to you guys about, and I'm so excited to get into it all. Um, one minor housekeeping update, Mel has decided to join the show as an official co-host, so she will be joining me on many episodes in the future as we interview amazing guests. Um, there's a chance that I'll still be doing some individual interviews here and there, uh, but don't be surprised if you hear Mel on a lot of episodes going forward, and we are super excited to be doing the show with her more regularly. Um, thanks again, as always, for listening, guys. We have so many amazing stories to catch up on from the last few weeks in Mexico, and we're really excited to get into it. So without further ado, let's jump right into the episode, and thanks for listening. people who we meet on our world travels hey guys first first episode as the official co-host so um so it's pretty exciting you know thanks for for taking me on this journey andrew <laughs> yeah i just reminded mel that i have a controlling stake so he it's said a- listen like it's it's my podcast but you have 49% of it. <laughs> it's a 51-49% uh, uh, ownership with me being the 51. But but still, uh, we're re- very excited to have Mel on as a, uh, after getting some positive feedback from all of you amazing listeners um, on the few episodes that we've done together. Um, and we've had a lot of fun doing the episodes together, so... And we are traveling together, so a lot of the, right. the people that we'll meet and the stories that we'll have will, you know, be kind of combined, so yeah. makes sense. Yeah, definitely. A lot of the, like, stories that we talk about anyway, like, we both lived through together, so it uh, makes a lot of sense. So, so I guess um, we'll start by talking about the, the trip in kind of chronological order of when we last left off Um, we were stranded in queens and you know pretty down bad but uh, a lot has changed since then it's been about a month so we'll we'll kind of take you through the the experiences we've had and some of the cool people we met we'll we'll tell you about that um andrew do you want to start of your first impression of mexico city once we got there after our whole airport catastrophe yeah fucking after our debacle um yeah no as mel said time really flies um it's pretty crazy that it's already been almost a month 
uh, here in Mexico since we last uh, sat down and did an episode together. And um, yeah, so we've got a lot of cool stuff to talk about. And yeah, so as Mel said, we started off in Mexico City, uh, the capital of Mexico and the biggest city in um, North America, huge fucking city. Um, I believe it's the biggest city in North America by population. Um, and yeah, so first impressions, um, I just distinctly remember like being in the taxi coming from the airport thinking like, this place looks really clean. Like the, the streets were like pretty murals everywhere. A lot of murals in Mexico city. Yeah. It was really artsy, like r- really vibrant, very hip. Yeah. Very hip. I was not expecting it to like, be that Like huge, hip. sprawling. I mean, neighborhood after neighborhood and every neighborhood has like a different, I mean like bougie neighborhoods. Uh, hipster neighborhoods, um, dangerous neighborhoods, like historic neighborhoods, just like everything, everything, huge city. And I mean, we stayed there for two weeks and we probably scratched the surface of it, honestly. Yeah, we could have definitely stayed for longer. And that's kind of the thing when you're traveling, like you fall in love with places a little bit and you're like, oh, I could stay here. Mm -hmm. But it's a paradox of also wanting to go and see everything else. Um, But yeah, Mexico City took me by a, a pleasant surprise for sure. Like, I, I don't know, I don't think I had, like, a, like, an expectation of what it was going to be like. Mm-hmm. I think you, obviously, you did most of the research. Um, but, yeah, I, I definitely enjoyed it. We, we stayed at the Selena there, which is kind of like a, like, a co-working hostel. Uh, it was right in the uh, historic center. So, it was, it was in a good location. I mean, it was chill. We met yeah. some cool people. Yeah, you met a lot of cool people. I the no, yeah, the Selena was really cool, really beautiful, very nice, nice facilities, um, really well designed with like the bar, um, and like pool table area, lounge, like a lot of spaces for people to like mix. And yeah. The rooftop with the with the DJ like every other night was very cool. And I was supposed to have a. Uh like a smaller room, kind of like a micro room, just a private room, but you share a bathroom and everything. And then once we got there at reception, they were like, oh, um, that was booked out. And they only had like these deluxe bougie suites left. And I was like, bet. You're like, bet. <laughs> so I, I freaking love that room. It was like dreamy. You walk in and you have a whole view of Mexico City and this like big fluffy king size bed and it just felt like I was I don't know in some uh Mexican soap opera yeah that room (laughs) was sick it was like on the top floor walk out balcony looking over the uh skyline of Mexico City right in the center of the city um good place to be based yeah definitely a nice place to kick things off and we had some fun like pre-games up there like the last night was my favorite yeah, the last night we had a bunch of, like, like all, like, the friends we had made over the course of two weeks, like, locals, tourists, a uh, mix of people. We all had them up there drinking, and then we went out for, like, a bar crawl, I think. There was, like, this this group chat um, with everybody that was staying at the hotel, and I just messaged, and I was like, pregame room 607, see you there. Be there, <laughs> be there, or be square. Like, not knowing most of the numbers in the chat, but... Um, yeah, all like one hundred, probably like hundred plus people in that group chat. <laughs> I mean, only like a few showed up, but it was it was like, it was good. Yeah, no, that was fun. Yeah, so overall, great time. Um, 
Yeah, Andrew really liked my room as well. He he got his he got yeah. his fair share of uh, use out of it. Yeah, I like the bed. I definitely uh, got a chance to break it in like the first or second night, probably before you did actually. <laughs> um, I guess we're gonna go there. Okay, so the PG level of the podcast has now been turned. I like spicy. Like, <laughs> okay, so it was literally like we had just got to Mexico. Like, le- legit had not even checked in yet. We were literally standing at reception. I still had my backpack fucking buckled in. And we're at reception checking in, and there's this, like, Colombian girl. And Andrew, for some reason, like, I just knew that, you know, he was <laughs> he was all about it. Right? She was, and, she was, like, okay, first of all, she's literally a model. She's literally, like, an underwear model from Colombia. Okay, and she's just, like, standing at the the reception desk. And she's eating these candies. And she's like, oh, like, they're so spicy. (laughs) I don't know what that voice was. What the fuck was that voice? That's offensive. (laughs) Then Andrew fucking turns around. His eyes, like, lit up. And he's like, I like spicy. Oh, I did not like rasp. Yes, like you, that. you. I like spicy. Like, oh. like literally, his eyes lit up, and that's that was his like pickup line, and it was like the weirdest thing. Like, I'm just standing in the middle with this 50 pound backpack on me, <laughs> and then they're on each side of me, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I like spicy." Anyways, so <laughs> as soon as that awkward interaction was over, it was not awkward. It was smooth. She was about it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Then I, I get to the elevator and I'm about to go upstairs and like see my room, and then he's like, "Should I get her Instagram? Like, let's let's go hang out with them later. Like, should I get her Instagram?" And I'm like, "You know what? Go for it." So then he like sprints up and like gets her contact information and then I'm later. Like, what are you guys doing later? Uh, she was like, or I was like, "Do you have plans later?" She was like, "Plans? Plans? No, we don't have any plans. Tell me." What's the plan? Like, that's literally what she said. I was like... It was, like, broken English, too. So when they were texting, um, he was using Google Translate the whole time to pretend that he was fluent in Spanish. <laughs> I mean, like, our Spanish is getting better. I think yours probably at a quicker rate. But at the time, like, he had to obviously use Google Translate to text and stuff, like, full sentences. Mm-hmm. And as they were making the plan... Oh, my God, Yeah. Literally, like, so I was texting her um, the following day, like, do you want to go out for dinner and drinks or whatever? And there had been, so at reception, there had been two of them. There had been her and her friend. Uh, So I was texting both of them, and they were texting me, like, all in Spanish, so I was, like, kind of, like, putting it through the translator. I mean, I, like, understood, like, maybe 60, 70%, but I was translating it. And then... I was under the impression that, like, her friend was going to come first, and then, like, she was going to come after. Or like, wait, to, no. To meet, to meet at this, like, bar for, for drinks and dinner. Yeah. Or no, I was under the impression that, like, she was going to come first, and then her friend was going to come after. But then we show up to the bar, and only her friend was there, and she wasn't there. And I was like, <laughs> where is so-and-so? Like, what? Like, what the fuck? And, like, I was kind of butthurt, I'm not going to lie. So, so it's us and her friend. It's it's literally me, Andrew, and her friend. And Not her, just her, her friend. Her friend didn't speak, like, any English. Her friend so. was hot, too, though. <laughs> um, She was a, a nice girl, I guess. I almost had an audible. 
What? <laughs> I, I said I almost had to, I had to change the game plan, <laughs> but no. <laughs> and we, we all spoke Spanish the whole the whole night, which was, which was you cool. know, good for us to practice. Um, then we get to the to the rooftop party, and then that's and then she she was there, and then the original girl, the Colombian girl. Yeah, and then next thing you know, Andrew fucked her in my bed. Oh my way to just like jump to the fucking conclusion. Uh, so you were like had to go run downstairs or something, and then like all of a sudden it was just like me and her alone on, on the dance floor, and then I was like, ah, shit, it's time for the kid to go to work. So yeah, anyway, it was a magical night with uh, it was a magical night, and um. No, she was really cool. She was really nice. I mean, I went on a date again with her the next day, and I was safe. Like, you realized she was shallow? She wasn't <laughs> so much shallow as we had different interests. Her interests mostly included um, Instagram and Instagram. And taking pictures of her body for Instagram. <laughs> and my in- interests included include art, literature. Um, All right, we got it. You're deep. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah... But no, it was like, uh, it was, it was kind of funny because obviously, so I'm staying in the dorm or I've been staying in like dorm style rooms and that kind of like creates issues when, you know, if you're going to get lucky or or like you anticipate that like you might be bringing somebody home, then it's like, oh shit, like what am I going to do? Have sex with this person in a room full of like 10 other people. (laughs) So then I went up to Mel and I was like, be a real one. Throw me your key for the one time. <laughs> and I was like, honestly, I knew how, how bad he wanted to. So I was like, I, I was a really good friend. At first you were like, you looked at me and you just went, no. And then I was, I literally got on my knees. I was like, please. And this was like in the middle of the party. Like I'm, it's, a, it's literally our first night or second night, whatever. We had just got to Mexico. I'm, I'm meeting new people as well, like, I'm meeting new friends, like, I'm having a great night, like, flirting with some people, and then next thing you know, Andrew, just, like, you just see this freaking tall white guy run up to me and get on his knees, please give me your room, I need sex. <laughs> I was like, yeah. for one time. So man. everyone's kind of like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a time. I was like, explain it to the people that, around me. That room became a dirty sex nest. <laughs> I kicked it off, but you, uh, you, you took the ball and ran with it. <laughs> oh my god! There was just so much nastiness going on in Mexico City. Yeah, it was. Like, <laughs> we had our times for sure. Um, oh boy! The sex dungeon. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, it was crazy. No, it was all part of a of a broader um, good social scene, both in the hostel and in Mexico City in general. Um, yeah, it was a type of place that um, you felt like you were kind of a part of a community. You know, yeah. um, as I mentioned, like we, we've been staying in Salinas, like we were in Costa Rica and now here, and they're they're pretty different. Like each one you go to, and the one in Mexico City really stood out because. You would literally walk into it, and it would feel kind of like you were walking home, or like, yeah, you know what I kept comparing it to, like, like a college dorm, a college dorm building, 
and you have like the common area where everyone's hanging out you have like the places where people like instead of the dining hall it's like the restaurant there yeah then they have social events like every single day every night so it's um pretty cool um like it it had some something like wholesome about it you became really close with the people you met and it was just like a comforting place to be after a day of like traveling walking around the city Mm -hmm. or doing excursions oh i guess we could talk about the first uh cool excursion that we did we went to uh zochimoko and that was really really sick it was about an hour from the city and this little like river where you rent a boat for the day and you literally have someone uh like a boat driver essentially but he's holding this giant bamboo stick and just like rummaging through the Pushing mud to like get you through the whole entire river and it's like a whole day thing and it was really cool it really was fun. so cool the boats are like all like super brightly painted with like flags and colors and shit and it's like it's almost like venice like it's like a series of canals and like all these boats are just going by and then like there's like other smaller boats of like people selling like street food or like beers or like uh mariachi like literally floating mariachi bands like, oh my god we had a you. mariachi band like perform for us like, like they like row up to your boat and like hook onto your boat for like a song or two and then like you like give them some pesos and they like float away it's like the most like cra- like what the like a whole economy like on the river yeah it's crazy and it's like all the boats are like super like vibrantly painted and like we had a really sunny day when we went and like our our driver was super chill like he we were talking to him for a while yeah it was a nice day i feel like so i didn't realize this but like after the fact a lot of the people that i spoke to they all went in like giant groups yeah but i feel like we still had like fun like it was we did still chill, have fun yeah it was know? more chill like i think most people bring like 10 people speaker like big crates of beer their own yeah, beers and stuff yeah. which honestly would have been a blast but also like we had like a good like yeah we had fun too kind of got to like take it easy and enjoy the day a little bit more like low-key but it was really cool yeah it was really cool did some shopping after at like the little artisanal market that they, they had there. like this island there it's so freaking weird it's called the island of dead dolls oh, and yeah. when you it's like four hours of paddling away so we didn't get to it but when you go there it's kind of like all these walls and the whole island is like filled with dolls like baby plastic baby dolls but like that look dead like that were you know kind of i don't know painted that way to, to look like that and there's like a whole legend behind it this girl went missing in the river and to find her somebody put up all those like baby dolls and yeah I don't know. It was this whole, like, really creepy, really eerie No, she thing. drowned, and then that guy kept seeing, like, her eyes in the water or something. So he put the dolls around Yeah. to scare her off? Or, or to, like, to make her, like, feel... Because she was, like, a kid, so, like, you know, like, kids have dolls or whatever. But why do the dolls look dead then? <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. Either so way, they're weird. creepy. And there's a, there's a more in-depth story behind it yeah sorry i sucked at telling that story because i don't know all the details you totally just butchered that story (laughs) you're like yeah so like there was this girl and like you know she yeah i told that story so bad uh let's just forget that you guys could google it the island of la isla de there is like a isla de isla de something 
but it's <laughs> like really a crazy legend. Yeah. Uh, but it, but a, also Xochimilco in general, a really cool place, definitely worth a day trip. And yeah, if you're in Mexico City, check it out. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, Another cool thing I did there was uh, the Luce Libre fight. Like yeah. that movie that a lot of you probably have seen, um, like Nacho Libre with Jack Black. It's like that, but like in front of my eyes, it was crazy. But like the real thing. Like, yeah. Like the thing, like, you know, the real thing. We all like... got masks and stuff and like went into this giant stadium and watched it happen. I think, you know, a lot of it is like staged, but it was like, it was still really cool to see and it was crazy. I was getting so into it. I had like this giant cup of beer. I, I felt like, I don't even know who I thought I was. I was like betting the people sitting next to me. I was like, I bet this person's gonna win. I'll bet you like the next beer. And it was just so fun. Like we were just like, look like all these like crazy, crazy fights. These people were like lunatics. There were no rules. Um, Jesus. Yeah, there were even, like, women fighting as well in the ring, and they were, like, pulling each other's hair, like, jumping on top of each other. It was crazy. Oh, man. I wish I would have been able to go to that. I know. You would have enjoyed it. I was on a date with Jen. I can't wait to see Jen again when I go back to Mexico City. Mm Mm-hmm. I did meet a really, really uh, sweet, beautiful Mexican girl in Mexico City. Um, So, to be continued... Uh, yeah. She's cool. Shout out, Jen, if you're listening to this. Honestly, that was so corny. Um, but, yeah, you had a fun time at Lucha Libre because your friend lost his phone, didn't he? In the taxi. Oh, yeah. That same night. That wasn't corny, was it? That was sweet, what I said to to Jen. Nah, never mind. (laughs) Why would that make my night fun that my friend lost his phone? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it was in, an inter, it made your night into that. Ha- that's happened to us twice now that our friend has lost their phone. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out Rosa and, but Rosa found her phone, which is good. Unlike this guy, he didn't end up finding his phone, did he? No. Rip. He went to the cops and they were like. Because he had, like, a GPS tracker on it. He went to the cops, and they were like, yeah, that's in, like, the trap. Like, we don't go there. <laughs> they, they didn't cover, like, that neighborhood. So they said he had to go find different cops. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it didn't, uh, it didn't impact your relationship with him that much. That you didn't have a phone. <laughs> <laughs> We'll throw on the video of you guys doing a duet to Journey. <laughs> do you still have that? Yeah, I do. We did, yeah, we, we all did a karaoke night. That was, um... You've done a couple karaoke <laughs> nights this trip. I brought the house down every time with a couple country ballads. <laughs> I feel like your persona in this episode is completely different than, like, every other episode. Why? I'm just bullshitting. (laughs) You're like, we need to make this more raunchy. Yeah, but, okay, when I say raunchy, we can cut this part out. But when I say raunchy, I don't know. I don't mean, like, you to talk like a fuckboy. Because I don't think people are going to find that funny. Oh, my God. Jeez, just fucking call me out, why don't you? (laughs) 
<laughs> this is just how I normally talk. To me. <laughs> not to anybody else. That's not true. This is how I talk to everybody. Okay. <laughs> it's like really hot in here. I know. It gets really steamy in here. Um, okay, let's... I'll tell you what. We can uh, wrap up the Mexico City segment. Um and move on to the next place. But yeah. before we do, we, should, we need to talk about Teotihuacan. You should talk about uh, hot air ballooning. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's one more thing I want to talk about after that. But you want to talk about Teotihuacan? Um, sure. Sure. Uh, so uh, a cool thing to see near Mexico City is Teotihuacan. It's like a mouthful. I suck at pronouncing it. But it's, it's really cool pyramid ruins that the weird thing is like we don't know how long they've been there like no one knows who built them like well the they, aztecs built them right no the aztecs used them oh shit but we don't know like no one knows who built them oh shit oh yeah i guess because you didn't take like the tour right no i just walked around so we took the tour acid. and he was li the tour guide was literally telling us he was like <laughs> like no one knows how they got there or when you know we know that the aztecs used them but no um, one knows who built them. That's um, crazy. Yeah. And then our our um, tour guide thought they were built by aliens. And he started showing us, like, pictures that he had printed out that he took of, like, flying saucers. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker. He was, yeah. He was uh, out there. No, Anyways, cool. so it, it was really cool to see just, like, these pyramid ruins that... Uh, look like like being like in front of them they're so big they're so cool they're incredible yeah and and what i did i went uh for sunrise really 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 early in the morning and went in a hot air balloon uh and we went all the way in the clouds and looked down at the pyramids and it was so it was so freaking cool like i um i never expected a hot air balloon to be that massive for some reason. They look like so, I mean, even from far away, I've never been in one, but they look big from far away. I can't imagine up close what they would be like. They were so huge. But but then, like, the bottom is just like a little basket with, with a bunch of people in it. Jesus. Yeah, I would have gone with you, Mel, but I was like fucking, one, I'm scared, scared of heights. heights. Two, I'm a broke boy, and it was like 4,000 pesos. Which is like, um, um like 180 US dollars. Yeah, and, and third, my friend was like, um, oh, I'll drive us. Um, like, I found, like, a ride there anyway with, like, a, a friend. My friend, shout out Maximiliano, if you're listening. Um, he is from, born and raised in Mexico City, my good friend, and uh, he gave me a lift there. And we just kind of walked around, did it on our own one day. Uh, but still incredible. And, man, those pyramids definitely... Definitely, definitely. If you're in Mexico City, is a must-see. They are incredible. Um, and, like, you just, like, walk among them, and you're just like, whoa. Like, man, like, different civilization on some other shit. Like, really, really cool. So, yeah, Teotihuacan, definitely worth checking out. And, uh, yeah, so well, the one last thing I want to talk about before we wrap up Mexico City is uh, just the food. 
The food. Oh my god, I totally forgot. We totally forgot to. Dude, the <laughs> food is crazy. In Mexico, everywhere it's crazy. But in Mexico City, it's fucking crazy. You can eat a tarantula taco. Andrew's like, I, I don't know how he does it. He could eat like 15 tacos in a day. Like every day he'd like wake up and go get like the freaking craziest tacos for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Like I'm a <laughs> slut for fucking The Mexican. randomest crevices, the randomest alleyways he would go tacos, to. Tacos, like, quesadillas, tortas, everything. All the Mexican street food, I guzzle it, I gobble it. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, it doesn't matter. I never Ew, get ate, sick of it. He texted me and he was like, I think I'm eating brains right now. And then like five minutes later, he's like, confirmed that was brains. And it's called Sesos Tacos. And it's like a literal cow brain inside mm-hmm. of a taco. I literally ate cow brains. I ate, grass, I ate fried grasshoppers. I ate, we ate tripa intestines oh my god let's tell that story um Mm. so i was having like um like a really stressful day day, like like a really bad day like i don't know i was just stressed out and he's like it'll make you feel better like let's go let's go get lunch then we we went to lunch and it's this authentic like street taco stand that apparently has been there since like the 1960s or something like a legendary street taco stand yeah and like, usually when I, like, translate food and stuff, when I when I see the name of a dish or, like, a meat, uh, I, I know, like, the basics. Like, I know, like, you know, bollo is chicken, like, carne, like, yeah, beef exactly. stick, like, all of that. But this place didn't have any of that, you know, normal meat. So I just thought it was, like, different dishes. And one of them said, uh, tripa. And I look at Andrew, I was like, oh, what's that? He's like, oh, that's steak, that's steak, it's, like, really good. I was like, oh, okay, sweet. So I got a couple of those tacos, and then I I look at them, and I start eating them, and I'm like, there's no way this is fucking steak. Like, Mm -hmm. it was mushy as hell on the inside. It literally was, like, slimy. And Mm -hmm. he's like, nah, man, it's pork belly. I was like, nah, it's pork belly. You're chilling. Eat it. And then he's like, just close your eyes and eat it. And then I, like, almost threw up. Because I'm, like, I'm big on texture. And the texture... Oh, my God. It was a little, uh... We don't have to talk too much about The texture was, like, not really doing it for me, right? And then I looked it up. Like, what's the translation of trepa? And it was intestines. Oh, oh yeah, baby. Tripa. Did you actually like it? Honestly, it tasted pretty good. I wouldn't order it again, but it was fine. I mean, I don't know, man. I ate some weird shit there. I also ate had, like, tacos another night, and I'm pretty sure it was, like, heart or something. I don't know. I had, like, a weird, like, livery taste to it. or And, man, like, they eat everything in mexico like you can get menudo which is like the stomach of the cow uh you can get what's it called calabasas or cow the, the skin of the head Ugh. they eat brains head skin tongue so liver, our, our friend intestine. was explaining this to us leon oh, yeah, our yeah, friend yeah. leon and he he said that it all originated because when the spaniards came and invaded mexico um they would eat all of like the the most desirable parts of like the animal yeah and then just like throw away the scraps 
but Mexicans came up with ways to make um, like traditional dishes from those scraps. Exactly, like they would eat all the, save all the best stuff for themselves and then throw like the shitty stuff to the locals. Um, but like, man, they found a way to make it tasty. So yeah, the, but but beyond this, like the gross, like, well, not gross, beyond like the unusual things, because obviously there's a lot of like strange things you can eat, um, including insects. We didn't even talk too much about the insects because you can eat escamoles, which is ant eggs, chapulines, grasshoppers, tarantulas, all kinds of stuff, scorpions. So beyond like the unusual things that people eat in Mexico City, uh, just the food in general is delicious. Tacos, I mean, obviously like the Mexican street food in all its glory, tacos, quesadillas, stuff like that. But amazing restaurant scene there, incredible restaurant scene there. Um, I mean, like, like we were talking about earlier, there's so many different neighborhoods and there's like a high-end neighborhood, Roma Norte, which has like a lot of bougie restaurants, um, a lot of variety, also a lot of cool bars too. Um, so yeah, the food there was on point and the bar and club scene was also on point, I have to say. We found like a really cool little grunge rock bar. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot about that place. That was so cool. We went there one we went there like one night with like you, me and Andrew, the, the Texas guy. Yeah. And then we went back the next night. We brought like we were like, guys, that was the night we partied in your room. We brought like ten people there. And it's like this tiny little grunge bar. And they had to, like, push together, like, five tables and they came for That's so funny that, like, that we just, like, assembled a squad and went there. We're like, we're going to this cool bar. No, nah, it was super cool. And I wrote my name. Me and Jen wrote our names on the wall together. Aw, how romantic. La Mexicana y el Juerito. Yeah. But no, Mexico City was really cool. And... After a while, we dipped out to a different city called Guadalajara. Okay. I feel like I need, like, a break. Which we will talk about after the break. Can I pause that? Yeah, you can edit. 